guys, gals and non-binary pals. Welcome to episode 96 of Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. We're crawling ever closer to episode 100. It's only taken me seven years, but who cares? Anyway, on this delightful episode of the pop... Well, I'm saying delightful like I know that it's going to be good, but it hasn't started yet, so it could be dreadful. But I'd like to think not, because I'm great. And my guest co-host this month is also great. It's my good friend, Mike. Hi, Molly. Hi, Stacey. So, 96, is that like um, the evil version of 69? Like where you sort of put the back of your head in someone's bum? Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> good start, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank um, you so much <laughs> for being here and saying that. <laughs> Oh dear. Hey listeners, you might know these dulcet tones as uh, it's the voice of social media, Mike, from not one but two live podcasts. Well, one and a half. Weren't they? Well, to be fair, to be fair to you, I do keep ribbing you about this, but to be fair to you, you were only asleep for about three hours. <laughs> it's not, it's not like you had a, a good night's rest and came downstairs and was like, oh, are you guys still up? And acted like we were chumps, but you did you did miss the, the sheer panic when the microphones went down, oh. where I was trying to get a new mic whilst also telling social media George what was happening so he could tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> panic. Um, it's fine. It's fine now. Yeah. It's in the past. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to think about it. Don't it's have just to. it's fine. It's fine. It is fine. <laughs> And to help you so- help soothe you with this, um, I brought some asthma uh, like sounds for you. So oh, okay. see if you recognise this. <laughs> you are such an adorable spanner. <laughs> like, like that will make zero sense to anybody except me, Rich, uh, Phil, and Kay. <laughs> Everyone else will be like. Why was there pig sounds? Did Mike did Mike make those noises? What's happening? <laughs> okay, okay. So hi everyone. Um, last week I went to visit Stacy and the boys, and um, I have a collection of tat that <laughs> I generally like to bring with me. Uh, one of which is a squeezing pig, which you squeeze, and it makes this sound. <laughs> It's so soothing. <laughs> it is. I mean, when you look at it, it's not because it looks like a terrifying um, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Just, just. It looks wrong. It looks wrong. But you know, you you listen to it. Yeah, it's just. It brings that sort of farmyard realness. <laughs> but the question is, are you in the vicinity of the nut button? <laughs> well, let's just see. Hang on. What's a good punchline? Do I like pineapples on my pizza? No. I don't. <laughs> Why did you nut if you don't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, mm, pineapples. Ugh. <laughs> Actually. No. Instant nut regret. <laughs> oh. oh, the nut button. A non-stop no. source of entertainment. <laughs> God, this, <laughs> this is going to be like that episode I did with Sam when he got a soundboard, wasn't it? Oh my <laughs> word, that was 
that was certainly noises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Hello. Do you want to talk about some pop culture? Oh, go on then. Yeah. Let's do a thing. I've, but yeah, let's do a thing. I've, I've done a few pop culture bits and bobs. Um, have you seen the new series of She-Ra? Oh my god, I just watched the finale like half an hour ago. How good was that? <laughs> good, good. That was good timing. I hadn't even intended to watch it. I just yeah. put it on because Rich was in the bath and I was like, I've got nothing else to watch. <laughs> <laughs> god, so um, we should probably say up top spoilers yeah. for like pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're going to talk about it, we're going to spoil it. Sorry. Ugh. Yeah. Go on, what did you feel about the new series? I loved it. I um, I feel like the animation is um, not that great, um, <laughs> but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I love the art style of it. I love the, the different body types they use in the show. And um, sorry, I'm all about aesthetics because I used to do a comic back in the day. And, yeah, I just get really inspired by different designs of characters and things and shapes and stuff. So I love that sort of thing. But the story, oh, my God, it was so good. I loved... (laughs) I just, I loved, like, certain characters sort of going back against their clans and certain characters sort of trying to solve a thing and... um, like giant muscly barbarian women in the desert oh Um, my god can we just talk about fucking gina davis being (laughs) all amazing up in the his house good lord was that gina davis it was bloody well gina davis (laughs) yes she's just (laughs) i love that adora when she saw her she was just sort of glimmering and sparkling and (laughs) yeah she's just everyone's so gay on that show i love it (laughs) You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I am. Um, my chair is like the squeakiest thing in the history of chairs, right? Oh my god, no, my chair is squeakier. It's just, oh, oh yeah. Good no, stuff. it's like demons because I lean back on it and then See? it does the little crack and it goes backwards very suddenly and just. Uh, so yeah, I just oh. I can't relax on it, which is a shame. <laughs> it's the most comfortable thing in the world. It doesn't sound like. It. <laughs> yeah, it's it's evil. It just traps me. But yeah, Shira. Um. Um, yeah, Shira. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I agree agree with you about the animation because I think it's quite good. Although I will be honest and say I don't think it's as good as it was in series one. Okay. And I don't know why that is, mm. or if that's even a thing. If it's just my eyes, <laughs> I've just gone mad, guys. Don't mind me. Um, <laughs> But I totally agree with you on the the actual aesthetics of it. The colours are really, really beautiful. The backgrounds are absolutely stunning. And, yeah, same as you. I like episodes of things where people of varying shapes and sizes and colours exist. Yeah. Because, oh, guess what? That's how the world is. (laughs) Um, I've got to admit, I I watched the Christmas episode of He-Man and She-Ra last Christmas. And I was very much struck by the fact that every single lady character in that had the exact same body model and face Mm. and mostly just had different hair. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Different outfit on. So it it is really nice to have a show, a She-Ra show, that's just as awesome as the original, but also has, like, a lot more variety and 
I don't want to say realism because that sounds stupid because it's a universe where there's a talking flying horse. <laughs> um, but but it's believable. I think that's probably the word. Yeah. Uh, I've got to say as well, I had forgotten just how terrifying Swiftwind's voice was in the old She-Ra <laughs> show. And I am very much pro <laughs> new Swiftwind's voice. Thank you very much, <laughs> casting people of the new She-Ra. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a nightmare horse is going to eat your face. <laughs> how can a horse be so beautiful and sound so utterly terrifying? So could you do an impression just so I have an idea... Um, what the old one sounded like. It's kind of like he's got a kind of metal. I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. It's a nightmare, and yeah. that's probably actually a nicer version of him. <laughs> <laughs> My version was probably quite cute, really, in comparison. I hate it. I really hate it, and I don't know why I wasn't terrified of it when I was a kid. Because <laughs> it sounds like something I would be terrified of. Because I'm scared of everything. Um, it's rainbow horse you can't really you know yeah it's just whenever it opens its mouth i was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) nightmare fuel i've got to say i am not a fan of uh, making glimmer an orphan (laughs) this season (laughs) like wow that's fucking harsh y'all yeah i mean they they brought her dad back and it's just like hey dad and i was just like oh he's a bit all right and um he was quite handsome he was yeah that facial hair bro oh my goodness it's very dishy and yeah and and her mum was just like you know what I'm going to die for that facial hair. So she she saved the world and it was it was really heartbreaking. It really was. It was just yeah, I wasn't really expecting it because I've kind of seen previous episodes and it didn't really grab me like that one did. Mm. But I think just cuz it was a genuinely heroic thing and there was no sort of like undo button. That yeah, it just really got me. Yeah, same. I was watching it though and I was thinking like I get why they did it, because obviously they can't off She-Ra. No. (laughs) Because then I guess that's the end. But I did feel like the sort of little speech she gave about how she's kind of, you know, she's Queen Wuss and and her husband was always the brave one and she just used Mm. to stay at home and, like, be in the castle. Mm. And I thought, I think, though, that that's a good thing when you're the only parent to a kid with magical powers. And, yeah. And maybe you shouldn't throw yourself into a beam of terrifying light and pull on a sword that will erase you from existence <laughs> forever. Um, <laughs> like, just seems like a, a bit of a mistake. And I don't... Because technically isn't Glimmer, a, isn't Glimmer Queen now, and I feel like that's not going to yeah. go damn well. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, that's a very good... I didn't even think of that, because I, like you, just saw the episode a few like hours ago and it's still sort of sitting on me and yeah yeah how's that gonna work that's gonna be interesting for the next series it will i very much wasn't expecting those levels of emotions from (laughs) the end of the season oh no i wasn't prepared for this I mean, I was kind of watching it while also playing Mario Maker at the same time, so I wasn't entirely invested. But by the end, I just stopped playing it. I was just like sort of on tender hooks as to what was going to happen next. Are you ever not playing Mario Maker? No. I'm Are you playing play. Mario Maker right now? I'm not. No. I'm I'm okay, playing with my pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said pig. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, how do you know that's not the noise it makes? You know, it's... oh dear. I'm sorry. Go and see a doctor. <laughs> I think I think if your penis oinks <laughs> when you touch it, there's definitely something wrong there that needs investigation. That's just a little PSA for all the people yeah. with ding dongs that are listening. Yeah, um, yeah. I love the term ding dong. Yeah. Although um, why they're listening, can't I say don't penis. Know, Yeah. Um, if you have a ding dong and it's listening, maybe check for ears on your ding dong as well. <laughs> But, Maybe yeah. you're not entirely sure what a ding-dong even is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you pull it and the butler comes in, chances are that's not your ding-dong. <laughs> no. Oh. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, emotional. Sure. It was really emotional. <laughs> that, that kid's show that was totally emotional. <laughs> oh, no. We got mm-hmm. sidetracked fairly quickly there, didn't we? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Other pop culture things. Have you seen um, the new Invader Sim Enter the Floripus? Okay, no, and you are not allowed to, to spoilerize this for me because I will do you a kick in the ding dong. <laughs> okay, okay. I will. I will say one thing. Um, I started watching Rocco's Modern Life, the new one that came out, yeah. and I could not get into it. Mm. It was like. I, it was just so much information going on and I couldn't process it. Uh, Invader Sim was such a huge relief for me because oh, okay. the, the story was solid, the characters were stupid, and it was just a lot of fun. Oh, that's good to know. Because yeah. um, I follow Mr. Vasquez on Instagram and he's been posting a load of really stupid, like, interviews with characters from it that he's just doodled and it's just all sorts yeah. of nonsense shite that he's making up about behind the scenes things it's really funny but i was a little bit concerned because it feels like yeah it's been a long time yeah and is it all the same voice cast or is it different folks Do i think know? it's the same i mean i'll be honest i haven't watched the original series in a long time and i think that maybe having that disconnect probably is an advantage because one of the things on my list of, of pop culture things to say was um, the Lion King film. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I felt, the thing is, I'd never seen the Lion King until recently, the original film, when I was on a flight and it was on the aeroplane. I was just like, yeah, I'll give it a go. And I, I liked it. And then I saw the Lion King CGI uh, film and I thought the CGI was incredible, but it was just exactly the same. And I just found that really disappointing. And I felt like if there had been a bit more of a distance between me seeing the original and seeing this, mm. I probably would have liked it more. So. Yeah, I I still haven't seen it because a lot of people have told me that it's aside from a couple of additional scenes, and I think mm. it is literally like a handful of extra minutes, it's not anything yeah. dramatic, um, mm. that it is almost shot for shot, the animated movie, which I mm. find really bizarre because then are the storyboard artists for the original movie getting any credits on this or, like, royalties and shit? Because sh- surely that movie doesn't require any real direction if it's if it's all there to begin with. I think it is different enough in that sense. The story is the same. Uh, they've added a few characters. They've, you know, they've cut a few bits out. But um, I think if you are going to see The Lion King, just go and see it for the aesthetics because it looks stunning. And 
while I wasn't a fan of the film, I'm glad I saw it in IMAX because mm. just got to see so much detail and it was just a lot of love was put into the visual effects of that film. See, I, I don't know how I feel about all these live action versions of Disney movies because mm-hmm. I think that I am of the age where a lot of those movies were coming out when I was young enough to be all about them. Yeah. Um, Aladdin was, it still is my favourite Disney movie, but I'll be honest, I haven't watched it in quite a number of years. Um, <laughs> so maybe it's not, maybe it's dreadful. Um, <laughs> so I've got no real inclination to watch these because mm. I already, I've already seen them. Yeah. And I don't feel like nothing about any of the like casting or, you know, directors that have been attached or whatever has made me think, oh, this will actually be better than the animated one. Yeah. So I've just not bothered. Um, no, I'm exactly with you. Um, I had no intention of seeing Aladdin until Jesse, my other half, said he wanted to see it because he loved the animation and he wanted to see this film. And when I watched it, I actually really enjoyed it. I was really surprised, actually, at how much I enjoyed it. But I don't know if that's because there is that disconnect between when I saw the original, when I saw this one. Yeah. Um, um, I felt like Jasmine just was a better character in the live action one instead of just sort of being this passive person who's just like oh whisk me away she actually wanted to be salt um is it sultan yeah Uh, yeah so she actually wanted that role and she was invested in the politics of the area and she was invested in the people in the area and i just found that a really interesting dynamic and she was just she was just so much more dynamic in that film. It was, yeah, I thought that was the best part of it for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I do agree. In the original one, as much as I say that it's like my favourite Disney movie, mm-hmm. um, it is dreadful about women because mm. I'm actually not sure that another woman in it is ever even has a speaking part. Mm-hmm. Like, um, <laughs> like if, if I'm remembering rightly, Jasmine has a couple of handmaidens, but I don't think they ever actually talk. No. I think she has one in the new movie and she does talk, which is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when women have roles and are allowed to speak. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I can see, I can see how that would be better. I think the thing for me is that I've always really liked the God. I don't know who he is. That's really bad. But the guy who did the voice of Aladdin in the, in the animated one, because Robin he, Williams? no, that's the genie, you wally. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'll let you off. Um, <laughs> if Robin Williams would have been Aladdin, that would have been like a whole different movie. And actually, I kind of want to see it. Um, <laughs> but that guy, like, somehow manages to just, like, exude charm, like, mm. through just a voice performance. It's really wonderful. Um, mm. And I think the the guy from the trailers that I saw, the guy that they got playing Aladdin in the live-action movie, is just like, mm. oh, yeah, he's a alright looking dude I guess he is very pretty I've got to say (laughs) oh his name is Scott Wenger or Wiener (laughs) okay is that does that sound right I don't know (laughs) we'll say Scott Wiener hi Scott Wiener I'm sorry if I got your name wrong um (laughs) sorry we keep calling you Wiener Oh dear. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. I'll let you off. Um, going 
backwards to your point about um, Rocco's Modern Life and Invaders Inn. I also watched Rocco's Modern Life, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was really good, Mm -hmm. but not for Rocco's Modern Life-related reasons. Okay. (laughs) Um, So that's going to sound bad. I don't think it was as good as Rocco's Modern Life used to be. Mm -hmm. It's It's not like it was it's not exactly like it was back then, yeah. um, which I think probably rustled a few feathers because I think a lot of people probably just wanted a, a new feature length episode of it. And like all the characters are, are the same and they're all fine, but it is very much a story about how people need to like accept change yeah. and not behave so entitled to properties or like it's just, <laughs> it's actually, you would not expect uh, a reboot sort of, of a show well it's not really a reboot because i guess it's not coming back but mm-hmm. um you wouldn't expect something like this to be a whole indictment about people chilling the fuck out about reboots and you know beloved properties and stuff yeah. um and also there's quite a lovely story about a trans character in it which was really <laughs> unexpected <laughs> um, wasn't wasn't thinking that a show about like a a wallaby and a cow and whatnot <laughs> a turtle <laughs> was going to turn into quite a lovely story about a father accepting his trans daughter. So, oh. yeah. Oh, that's um, wonderful. It is really wonderful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really interesting to me because, like, whilst it definitely had the flavour of Rocco's modern life, it was like an entirely mm. different beast, but it was still good in a different way. If that yeah. makes any type of sense. Whereas I think with Invader Zim, mm-hmm. I feel like I just want that to be batshit. <laughs> I think because it because it's always been batshit, mm. and that's that's just what I want of it. Um, yeah. I haven't seen the show for a while, but I have I have been reading the comics. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've got to say the comics lose out a bit by not having voice actors. <laughs> yeah. Because um, one of the like best things about Invader Zim for me is the voice acting performances because like. Well, they're also all batshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to replicate in your own brain when you're trying no. to read a comic, like how Zim would deliver anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because I feel like if it's if it's anything, even anything like anywhere near what the cartoon used to be like, I'll be chuffed, falling mm. off my chair doing a little dance. Yeah, I'm I, not going to dance in this chair though, because it's too squeaky. <laughs> I think like with a lot of things that come back, I find that I enjoy it more when I don't have any expectations. So I probably shouldn't have said that I liked it, but uh, I did like it. (laughs) (laughs) No, me and Rich have been discussing this fairly recently in that like sometimes, like for example, I went to see Hobbs and Shaw with Rich recently. Mm. And bearing in mind, I haven't seen all the Fast and Furious Zizzies. And of the ones that I have seen, I think they're okay. Yeah. There's too much cars for me. I'm not that interested in cars. Mm. Um, too many car chases. Too many, uh, we can't just have another normal car chase. Let's do something weird with it, like put it on ice, I guess, kind of things. Mm. So I was actually like going into Hobbs and Shaw, like, yeah, this will be fine. It will mm-hmm. be an action movie fine i really fucking ended up enjoying it <laughs> because <laughs> i didn't expect anything from it it's really mm. funny there's there are car chases obviously because it's a fast and the furious spin-off yeah. but there's less of it which is good and you know the rock is a handsome man and mm. ryan reynolds is in it and he's a handsome man mm-hmm. he's not in it much but he's still there and he's still handsome wearing a pair of glasses just looking all beautiful mm. um jason statham is ridiculous but i love him 
<laughs> like, like he's, a, he's so crap, but also somehow great. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know how he does that. It's kind of wonderful. Uh, and I, yeah, I really fucking enjoyed it. Whereas there's been other things where I've been like so hyped for seeing it, and then I've mm. seen it, and I'm like, ah, cool. Like I saw, what's it called? Us. Oh yes. Us? I saw yeah. Us recently. Mm. And I think they suffered this, the same fate that Get Out suffered to me in that mm-hmm. I watched it well after everybody else. Yeah. So I was watching it at the peak of everybody being like, this is the best movie I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Give, give Jordan Peele all the awards. Mm-hmm. Share, share him with so many awards that he dies under an avalanche of awards. Yeah. So I was expecting <laughs> some like fucking top-notch level, blow-my-mind stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched Us. And I thought it was good. it's like like, okay like i get it like it like yeah like it's filmed well and it's a good idea and all the Mm. actors are good it's good (laughs) see i yeah sorry i'm in the i'm in the camp of the people that loved it um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well one of the reasons why i loved it is just he just managed to get the family dynamic spot on you know, I empathized with each and every one of those characters, and that's really rare. And especially with kids. I mean, you've said in the past before, kid actors, you have to be very, if, if they take you out of the film, that's it. They've ruined the film, really. It's, um, but I just felt like they were exceptional in it. I loved that film and I watched it twice in the cinema because I'm a sad loser and I don't yeah. have anything to do in my spare time. So, <laughs> is. yeah, no. Well, you, you say oh, but I've also got this. So, um, yeah, that's what I do in my spare time. Just and yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, that sounds wrong. I I mean, I press those buttons. I don't. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And the thing with Hobbs and Shaw is, I did like it, but I felt like the chemistry between the two leads just wasn't really there for me. I wasn't buying it. I, I, I can see that. I think yeah. the, pro- the problem with with this particular film is mm. that it wanted to take them from naught to die for each other best pals yeah. in one movie, yeah. and it's not it's not believable when they started the movie literally wanting each other dead, like trying to murder each other with fists and chairs and tables, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> you don't you don't go from that to like. But he's my family, bro. I mean, I know, I know Fast and the Furious movies are all about families and yeah. uh, families, families that aren't really blood, but they're still your family because families, families, and also families. families. Have you thought families. about family? Family. Um, and fate and family. And um, family. <laughs> uh, but I've got to say, Sorry. it's good. That's fine. I've got to say, I very much enjoyed that whole movie because it mm. was heck of fun. Yeah. And um, oh, Idris Elba's also a handsome man. I'm not that shallow usually, I've got to say, but this movie was like chocker with Totty. So <laughs> what can I say? What can what, what you know? It's nice to look at. Indeed. Indeed. The bird in it was pretty fit as well. <laughs> <laughs> Although, did she? Is it me or did she just constantly look like surprised? Like she just her eyes were always wide and blue, and she kind of looked a bit like um, a pretty golem, you know, just like <laughs> constantly. <laughs> wow, I've got to say I had not noticed that. Undoubtedly, I should watch that film again, and I'll mm. I'll keep a I'll keep a big a goggly eye out for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh dear. Uh, what was I going to say then? Oh yeah, we were talking about child actors momentarily. Yeah. I am the fucking queen of segues from several <laughs> minutes ago. Um, <laughs> I want to talk to you about Stranger Things three. Yes. You do. Have you seen them all? I have. Yes. Excellent. Oh. So let me get my world's biggest negative out of the way first. Shoot. Fuck that never-ending story rendition. Just fuck it. Fuck it right <laughs> in the bump hole, I hate it so much. And here's why. Because a lot of people kept saying to me, oh, but it's adorable and it's like... And they were both really good performers. I don't care. I don't care if those kids were the world's best fucking singers, mm. scientifically proven, right? Because here's the thing. It went mm. on for too long. It killed all of the suspense yeah. in that whole sequence. It made me hate that girlfriend. What a precocious prick. I hope she dies in the next series. Really? <laughs> really horribly mm. and also that's why hoppers did if they'd have got that code faster because of that little shit bitch mm. then he'd be alive and 11 wouldn't be doing a crime moving away <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and she would have had her powers and she just ruined everything she ruined everything, everything. stupid bitch um anyway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's just like nothing has annoyed me more in any show. And it it seemed really bizarre to me that they would spend like a full, it felt like an hour, but I'm sure it was like three, three and a half minutes singing an entire song. Yeah. Like, why did you need to fill that much time? Couldn't we have shown some more monsters or like some more fighting or some stuff that's actually interesting? Doesn't make me want to kill people. God, I've never been so mad at a piece of TV in my entire life. Me and Rich just looked at each other and we're both like, what is this? What am I watching? (laughs) Why am I watching it? I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. So that wasn't the best way to end a series for me because that does happen like pretty much right at the end. (laughs) But aside from that, I thought it was well better than series two. Oh my God, so much better. So much better. It, it it was dynamic it constantly got my attention and I was constantly wondering what was going to happen next and when the thing did happen next I was just like oh, what's going to happen just, next <laughs> yeah and it was just I, I loved it I just thought they did such a good job and I love the um, Scoops Ahoy oh double. my god I love Steve Hampton in his <gasps> little his little hat oh I love him I love him so oh. much I loved it when they got kidnapped and got drugged. I loved it when they escaped and they were high and that Dustin was the dad. I loved when Steve confessed his love and she confessed that she was gay. And, he was so yeah. cool about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how realistic that was, to be honest. Well, yeah. Given the time, but um, it was... It, I think it, that sort of show is a sort of show that gives people what they need rather than, you yeah. know, what is accurate. Historically accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was great. The, the only thing I will say about it, other than the never-ending story thing, is that, yeah. and I don't know whether this is this is on me mm. for having watched Hannibal Rising shortly before <laughs> we started watching Stranger Things 3, but mm-hmm. I didn't much like the redeeming arc for Billy. And I'll tell you for why. Mm -hmm. It's because I don't think we need to be giving every villain a sympathetic backstory 
as if to suggest that every person who is a dick is a dick for reasons and that we mm-hmm. should be sympathetic of them even though like literally the season before he was beating the shit out of his own sister and trying to yeah. run people off the road and generally being an asshole. I, d- I did like his whole arc aside from that in the sense that like him being sort of semi-possessed by the uh, scary shadow thingy thing. I don't like those things. No, they're so creepy. Oh, God, they're horrible. Oh, my God. Um, and it was so, like, the sounds they would make when they would splodge on the floor. Oh, and it was, and when oh. the rats were exploding. Ugh. Oh. Oh, Grim. Yeah. Grim. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't keen on the fact that at the end it was like, oh, everybody feels sorry for for Billy because actually I feel much more sorry for his sister whose name is escaping me right now. Somebody, yeah. me. what is her name? Oh God, uh, Max. Max, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel worse for her because she's now lost her brother and yeah. also her best friend is moving away forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's just like, oh, hello, grief. Um, <laughs> yeah, feel slightly sorry for her. But, yeah, overall, I thought it was absolutely great. I want that fucking romper suit that Eleven has when she goes shopping. <laughs> it is boss. It's so 80s. I fucking love it. <laughs> fucking love it. I don't know if they do it in my size, but if they do, I'm going to find it and I'm going to have it. It's going to be mine. <laughs> um, well, if you find another one that would fit a six foot two dude, then, you know, we can do doubles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, it's hard enough to find plus size clothes for short yeah. ladies. So. <laughs> so, sorry, mate. Sorry. Oh, um, fair enough. But yeah, no, I thought it was a really good... Because the problem that I had with Series 2 is that I felt like it was more of a trailer for Series 3 than it was a series in its own right. That's exactly um, what I felt, yeah. Yeah, and then it's it was building up to... Why am I forgetting everything's fucking name? The big leggy monster... <laughs> Oh, big, the, big legs. Yeah. You know, oh, old I want to leg, say Bazorp, Bazorp Field, but that's the wrong show. <laughs> that is not right. You know, no. old Shadow Legs McGee. Um, yeah. Well, what is it called? The, the, the Grumpus. The, 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 the Krampus. The Squiggle Oink. Squiggle Oink Nut. I don't. I can't remember. I'm, I'm really yeah. trying. But I can't remember. So, but there's going to be a, hand, a small handful of people who are shouting at their iPhones now. And <laughs> you're a fucking idiot, Stace. It's clearly, you know, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, oh, that's going to roll me up anyway. Yeah, I felt that Series 2 was just like one big long build up to that thing. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, that's that's the end though. So like this series being like a whole situation. <laughs> um, was really good. What do you feel about the theories about who the American is that the Russians have in a prison that was part of the post-credits thing at the end? See, I've not really looked up any theories just because straight away I thought, oh, is that Hopper? It's probably Hopper. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, if it wasn't Hopper. A lot of people were saying Hopper, and I really hope it isn't because otherwise this series was really low stakes. Because because really the only person that died that anyone cares about is Billy. And we shouldn't really have cared about him to begin with. Um, We were forced to care about him because they knew they were going to kill him off. (laughs) And they wanted wanted us to have a reaction as an audience. And I feel like it cheapens it a bit if Hopper's still alive. Because at at some point, with all the stuff that's going on, one of those kids has got to die, I think. Um, 
Yeah. And if we're going to start getting into situations where we can be dead but not be dead really, I'm mm. going to start not caring and, and not having the emotional reactions to things that I should be having because I'll be like, they'll be back. The thing is, I you say that, and while in the back of my head I'm watching shows like that and thinking they're not going to kill off the kids, it's fine. Every time Eleven was in trouble this series, I felt for her. I really felt for her just because she has come so far. She's just kind of learnt, learning to live a regular life and learning to live with friends and having a boyfriend and having an overprotective dad. And, you know, it was a really sort of sweet thing. And anytime she was in any peril, I really felt it. Mm. Um, I don't know about you. Did you feel the same? To an extent, but I think it was because mm. in my mind I felt like they needed to do a big a big kill this season. Yeah. Um, I've got to say, I do feel sorry for uh, for people whose names begin with B, because like Barb and Billy and uh, just people <laughs> just dying everywhere with names that begin with B. Um, oh, Alexis. Oh, oh, I know. What a total cutie patootie he was. Oh, my God. I, mean, he was I think he's still my cover so picture on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Such a oh, cutie. He was such a cutie. I, di- I did like the fact that they introduced new things this season and mm. they weren't just things introduced to... I know he did die in the end, but it mm. was like the whole Russian thing came in and it wasn't just like a, a a background thought in the event of future seasons getting made kind yeah. of thing. It was actually like, nope, this is the story we're telling now, which is good. I'm excited to see where Series 4 goes. I kind mm. of hope that the American that's in the prison is... I can't remember anybody's fucking name. Brett Gelman's character. I remember his real name. I don't remember his name in the show. The guy who was acting as their translator for Alexei. Oh, the beardy dude that was in Fleabag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that guy, Brett Gelman. Don't remember his mm. character name. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> and the only reason I have, uh, like, I was holding on to the, the fact that it might be him is because mm. when he and what's the chops, Winona Ryder, why can't I remember anyone? <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. What is her name? No, just leave it. When he and Winona Ryder are leaving the, the what's it, he's like, right, come on, let's go. But then you only ever see her actually leave. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, I wonder if he got done a court later. But that's just me grasping onto the straw that Hopper's really dead. Because I also thought Hopper was a dickhead in this series. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I think he treated the kids like shit. And I think he treated Will's mum, Winona Ryder, whatever her name is. Joyce! There he is, yes. <laughs> treated Joyce like shit. And I just wasn't keen on any of his behaviour, really. Except the bit at the end when he was like, yeah, just kill me, because... I've got to die. Mike, you've gone. Where have you gone? Why have you gone? Why is Gamora? Hello, can you hear me? I can, yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, I don't know what happened there, fucking sky. I was rambling. I was shouting the name Joyce like I'd thought of something amazing (laughs) by myself. (laughs) It seems like the name Joyce is the thing that just makes Skype break. It's just like, no, don't like Joyce. No, hate it. Mm. Dislike it. And off it Mm. went. Hey, so um, 
I'm scared now that Skype's going to cry. I really hope that everything that we just recorded is actually recorded. Because mm. otherwise I might have to do a murder. <laughs> <laughs> um, murder. A murder. Did you have any other thoughts on Stranger Things 3 or shall we move on? I have a lot of thoughts, but I can't remember them. I just, I, I, I just felt like they were playing it safe with season two. And that didn't work for them. But with season three, they came up with new ideas and it really paid off. So, um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Me too. Despite the fact that a lot of the things I've talked about have been things that have annoyed me. (laughs) (laughs) I think that goes to show how good it is, though, that I've Mm. still loved it. Mm. Pardon Mm. me. Oh, a little Vimto burp. Don't mind if I do. Oh, there goes another one. Sorry. Um, Michael Uh, Stacey Yesterday Mm -hmm. I messaged you and I said Have you seen Sleepaway Camp? And you were like No I haven't but I might try Did you try? I tried I actually um, started watching it today And I've got the I've got the VLC open And yeah I got 30 seconds in so I'm really sorry, but I, I kind of forgot to watch the rest of it. But no, I can that's... tell you a lot about the first 30 seconds. Okay, well, yeah. here's the big question. Mm. Do you mind if I talk to you about the very end? <laughs> no, no, please do. Do. You, do you mind if I spoil the bejesus out of this movie from 1983? Please do. Okay, the reason I wanted to talk about this film is because me and Rich have been on a bit of a kick of like trying to catch up with like classic horror franchises. And I'm using the term classic loosely now because we've gone through all the like big ones like the Texas Chainsaws and the Chuckies and the other ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Mm. And so Rich said to me the other day, I've chosen our next franchise. It's Sleepaway Camp. And I was like, cool. I don't think I've heard of that. Let's do a watch of it. Mm. So on Monday, we did a watch of it. And... Up until maybe 20, 15, 20 minutes from the end, it was one of those movies that's so shit it's great (laughs) in the sense of the majority of the acting is awful. Good. The majority of the way it's filmed is awful. It's it's only like a 90-minute film and there is a lot of filler. For example, a good five to seven-minute sequence of some kids just playing softball. Just regularly, no murders happen. (laughs) (laughs) Just softball, guys, just softball. So... Were they singing Never Ending Story while playing that? Thankfully not, no. No. Um, It was good, yeah, I liked it. Um, So, so, like, up till that point, I was like, Mm. this movie's ridiculous. There were some really funny kills, even though, like, clearly they didn't have a budget for special effects. So a lot of the kills are like, this thing happened off screen and you just saw my hand. And mm. the resulting murder. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but, that, like, for example, my absolute favourite murder was a guy sitting on a toilet who gets oh. terrorised by a beehive on a stick through the window <laughs> and eventually gets stung to death. It's so funny. Oh, God, I was crying. Um, but, right, here's the reason why I wanted to talk about the film, because all of a sudden it takes a turn, and I don't know whether that turn, whether I should be offended by it, or whether I should think it's great, or whether it made the movie shit or whether it made it, made it wonderful <laughs> so, <laughs> so I need help right so because yeah. 
I don't know of the 30 seconds that you saw, how much you caught of the opening like pre-credits thing, which essentially sets up the rest of the movie. So it's like a guy and two kids are mm. in the little kayak boat thing, having a splish splashy splash on a lake. And then they all fall in and everybody's laughing. I just dropped mm. my pen on the floor, if anybody noticed that clunking. No one, nothing. Okay, good. Yeah. I dropped my pen into my lap. <laughs> So, <laughs> so they're having a good old time in a lake, and then there's some kids who are, I say kids, I mean like teens, rebellious yeah. teens, who are uh, water skiing, and the two that are doing the driving of the, well, I suppose one of them's driving the boat, but the two at the front of the boat, the ones that are not water skiing, are not mm-hmm. paying any attention whatsoever to where the fuck their boat is going. Uh, and so they realise entirely too late that not only are they headed straight for like the shore of the lake, but they're mm-hmm. also headed for this family having a good splish splash in the lake. <laughs> so they they twat the dad to death in the head with their boat, and mm. they also kill one of the two kids. The kids are a boy and a girl. Mm. And then a bit later, you see this ridiculous sequence where the girl is dropped off at her Aunt Martha's house. Aunt Martha is an absolute caricature of a human being. I don't know what the woman who was doing that role was thinking, but Mm. she was amazingly shite, so brilliantly bad. But yeah, so the girl moves in there, cut to... X amount of years later, she and her cousin are going to a summer camp murders on sue and the whole like thing in the film is like oh who's doing the murders Mm. because like you're being led to believe that it it can't be angela the the little girl can't be her she's like 14 at this point can't be her because she's like a a weirdly little lady person um Mm -hmm. and also she's like shy and retiring she doesn't really talk to anybody because of you know all the past trauma of watching her dad get smushed by a boat um a dad and a brother get smushed by a boat she starts to open up to this one kid, but all the other kids who are taking the piss out of her because she's like a quiet loser are mm. moided, just, mm. just straight up moided. Uh, that plus the cook who tries to do a paedophile on her, which isn't isn't great. Um, no. But she she well somebody dumps like a massive pot of boiling water on his face, so you know come mm. up and suck it. But yes, yeah, so she starts warming to this one guy, and then they go to have a kiss on the beach. And mm. she has this flashback to her and her brother when they were like tiddly, you know, before all the deaths, accidentally catching her dad and his uh, his male partner canoodling. Now, when I say canoodling, I've got to say this film is ludicrous for a slasher movie because slasher movies are usually chock full of tits and sex. Like yeah. that was the whole point of Friday the 13th in that Mrs. Voorhees was running around killing all the kids who are disgusting, sexy people. Mm. Um, whereas this, because... A, because they're all supposed to be sort of 14 to 17 years old. And B, because this movie clearly doesn't want to have to show anything really. Like, the sexiest thing that you get is boys in short shorts and crop tops. Um, (laughs) Which is a bit weird. Uh, But anyway, so this canoodling is essentially just two blokes lying in a bed together, sort of prodding each other with their fingers. (laughs) It's actually hilarious. And then it cuts to her sitting on her bed with her brother, who is just sort of like pointing at her in a sort of E.T. phone home style. And Mm. I I don't know whether that's supposed to imply that because they'd seen their dad's canoodling, they then went and did an incest i don't know i'm not sure i think that's what it was trying to say but anyway she freaks out runs off from this guy because she's like no i can't do a sex oh it's disgusting runs away 
Yeah. Anyway, cut to the end of the movie. You find out it is, in fact, Angela that's been doing all the murders because, get this, oh, she's yeah. Angela's actually Peter, the brother, the boy child. It wasn't the boy that died in the lake at the start. It was the girl. But <sighs> when they dropped the boy child off to Aunt Martha, Aunt Martha mm. was like, I always wanted a girl. And just put mm. him in dresses and made him be an Angela. Right. And so the end shot is this absolutely maniacal face that, that the girl who plays Angela, um, mm. her name is Felissa. Can I just... Felissa. That's her real name. Felissa. Yes. Um, so so it's her standing there with this mad... Like, a, her eyes wide open, staring off to the one side, and her mm-hmm. mouth wide open, just holding up a bloodied knife. And mm-hmm. she's totally naked, and she's got her willy. And that's how... Them, and she's making these, like, animalistic, like... <laughs> like noises it's horrible (laughs) i hate it um Mm. and i left the movie thinking hmm well i don't know yeah (laughs) because uh, like it's a weirdly for its time it's a weirdly progressive movie in that a it's not chock full of tits everywhere it's not like you know boobs are plenty Mm. women are in this movie let's get their boobs out it's not like that at all it's also pretty cool that they had like a a gay dad scenario going on in this movie in the 80s but i can't tell whether the movie is trying to say at the end that having the gay parents and doing the incest with her brother and Mm. then being brought up as a girl when she was actually a boy is the reasons that she does a murder and therefore, like, all of those things are, like, bad and horrible and you shouldn't do a gay. I mean, you definitely shouldn't do an incest, <laughs> but, like, you shouldn't do a gay, mm. blah, blah. Or whether it was trying to say, because you, you could read it as a sort of pro-trans message in the sense that it's saying that actually raising somebody as the gender that they do not identify as is actually really damaging and mm. you really shouldn't do that and you should actually allow people to explore their identities and be yeah. the gender that they want to be and i just i was so confused and then i thought maybe i'm just coming at this from like a 2019 standpoint where everything's <laughs> got to mean something especially yeah. when it's relating to sexualities and genders and then i got confused and i didn't want to think about whether i like the movie or not anymore <laughs> <laughs> um, i think maybe you're making it deeper than it actually was yeah or, maybe. i don't know i don't know yeah i don't i just don't know i feel like I know I've just ruined it for you, but I feel like you need to watch it just so you can understand the absolute chaos <laughs> <laughs> that this movie becomes in like the last 20 minutes. So it's just like, hold the phone. <laughs> like, like, what? And I've got to say that that lingering shot at the end is terrifying because apparently the director like superimposed a still image of that girl's face onto an actual boy's body rather mm. than doing like a prosthetic penis or something because he wanted to like, he wanted her to have a boy's body so that you could yeah. believe that she could murder, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure women can murder if they want, but don't. Yeah. I'm not encouraging no. it. I'm just saying, you know, you, you can be whatever you want to be, but don't be a murderer. No, um, no, no. Because of that, because it's a still image of her face, mm. it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's just like lingering. It's just like wafting above the neck of this boy body. <laughs> and it's making these noises. And just, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to think about it at all. Well, the thing is, when I was researching it, and when I say research, I mean I did a Google of it, mm-hmm. um, I found out that it's got two sequels. So... Uh, I think it has three, actually, because me, okay. me and Rich have watched 
two and three since Monday. It's only Thursday. We were going to watch four tonight, but Rich only managed to get a German copy, but it didn't have subtitles. <laughs> so, so I watched She-Ra instead. Sumi, it was good. Yeah, the uh, the second movie, like the second and third ones, are just daft because yeah. it's just um, it's just Angela, a little bit more grown up, going to various summer camps and killing anybody who's even a bit raunchy or mean mm. or just gets in her face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, that it doesn't really touch on any of the uh, she used to be a boy things or like. No sexy gay dads they are quite dishy uh mm. or, or like her brother potentially having done an incest i don't i don't i really don't know what that daydream of her and her brother on the bed was saying at all no, <laughs> maybe no. i missed the boat on that one and, and it was just them i don't know i don't know i don't get it <laughs> fortresses or something i don't know well you hope so but yeah, yeah. it's I don't know, the fact that they didn't explore it in the sequels just makes me think, yeah, they 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 wanted to do something weird for the ending. Yeah, yeah. something that, you know, isn't the norm, especially at that time. And, yeah, it just makes me think that maybe, I don't know, I'd like to think there was something more to it, but yeah. it doesn't sound like there was. Well, I think then what I'm going to do is I'm going to see it as a pro <laughs> because <laughs> the thing was i sort of finished watching it and i was mm. sitting there for a little bit and i thought right i feel uncomfortable let's let's mm. think about why i feel uncomfortable and i thought about it and i thought what it is is that i know trans people yeah. and i feel like i don't know if i want to say hey i really enjoyed this movie because i feel <laughs> like that may offend them mm. but then also if i said god isn't this movie awful because of x mm. y and z that they might be like actually stace it's a really good representation you know blah 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 and I, and so i was sort of i was having an internal panic about whether or not i should like the movie i think um, with that sort of thing if you're <laughs> if you're close enough with someone um i find especially with being gay it's not like when someone says something that they might see as being wrong i don't really point i don't ever sort of point at them and say ah i caught you out you did the thing and i caught you out it's more sort of i'm quite okay with having that conversation mm. um depending on the person i'm quite okay with having that conversation with them and just sort of saying okay this is my point of view of things and um i'm not really the best person to talk to about trans things as well i've got a few trans friends and i would yeah i just barely i feel like i know the surface level and you know as much as anyone else i i would like to think that i'm open to any ideas any things and if i get things wrong i'd like to be told about it but yeah it's just i think it's good to have that open dialogue with people mm -hmm. especially if you're close to them and you know them it might be interesting to get that perspective yeah. um but yeah i don't know it it does sound like a bit of a like a, a shocker ending yeah. they aimed it to be a shocker ending yeah i think yeah potentially i am reading too much into it <laughs> yeah. i did um i did try and have a look online afterwards to see what the general sort of consensus was about the film yeah. and unfortunately there isn't really one <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a lot of people who are like because i've got an account on letterbox and i have a look at the mm -hmm. reviews on there mostly mm -hmm. because i actually quite like getting my reviews from regular old people rather than actual film critics because i think film critics are looking for things yeah. to like or dislike or pick apart and mm -hmm. they've got preconceived whatevers whereas regular old people are just like 
that was shit (laughs) (laughs) and they will tell you why it is shit or vice versa and yeah there were quite a few reviews on there where people saying well i'm trans and i thought x y and z and yeah there were people from all over the sort of um whether it was a good thing or a bad thing that ending (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah i think i think what i'm gonna say about how i felt about it is that actually i thought it was a really good film but because it was bad anyway yeah. and perhaps just don't read anything into that ending yeah. and just accept it as a shocker ending and see how you feel about it <laughs> yeah yeah no fair enough fair enough that's yeah i feel like it's weird sometimes when i hear spoilers for things i just kind of want to watch it straight away or read it straight away and, you know because it kind of makes you intrigued and it's just like okay i want to see that because i want to see if it matches my imagination or if my imagination is a bit too hd for that and it's just going to be shit (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think i would recommend watching it if you Mm. enjoy slasher movies anyway even though i've just bought the shit out of it because there are actually some really hilarious deaths in it you don't see an awful lot i'm never going to look at a curling iron the same way ever again i don't think no I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, no, you probably don't. <laughs> but yeah, I think I was enjoying it up until the point that I wasn't sure whether it was being weird or not. It's <laughs> um, a bit of a shame, actually. I do think the second and third ones are still good. They're not. They're not as enjoyable as the first ones because obviously you know she's the killer from the start and also the hilarious thing about all of these well it's not so much the first one but the second and third ones in particular she absolutely straight up does not care about anybody finding her doing a murder on someone (laughs) like she'll just throw someone on a fucking barbecue when other people are around the other side of a tree nobody bats an eyelid though nobody's like why do i hear screaming it sounds like margaret like it's, it's so weird and stupid um we just have a lot of bizarre deaths there's a lot of people getting hit with a stick repeatedly <laughs> are you in the woods you know you gotta you gotta work with what you've got haven't you yeah you you, yeah. you can't really afford those props you've just got to get what's what nature provides so yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I recommend it with a question mark. <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. That's where I'm going to leave that review. Rich thought it was brilliant. He yeah. was he was very much immediately in the thumbs up camp. So mm. I don't know if that helps anyone decide <laughs> whether they're going to watch it or not. My husband thought it was good. I haven't got anything else written down on my list of things I was going to talk about. I did put down Detective Pikachu because I haven't really talked about it on this show. But then I realised that I couldn't really remember anything about it because I saw it like three months ago. (laughs) (laughs) We can talk about it another time. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was good. I remember that much. It was good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds did a good thing with that. He did do a good thing. Mm -hmm. So cute. So many things in it are so cute. So cute. (laughs) <laughs> and also other things are terrifying but mostly <laughs> i do have a recommendation though Ooh, go on then a while ago cartoon network released a pilot for a pilot animation which was called infinity train mm. have you heard of this i haven't well the pilot showed this red-haired girl who was in this train that seems to go on forever and in each one of the cars in this train, it's something completely bizarre. Like one tram will have like a world filled with corgis and another will have like a ball pit. And um, yeah, one would be just full of mirrors and things like that. 
I was astounded when I saw that pilot. I just was really intrigued. I wasn't sure how it would work as a TV series, but um, they recently released it on, on Cartoon Network as a TV series. And I think it's just a one-off. Mm-hmm. So it's just five episodes. I was riveted. I was riveted throughout the whole thing. Ooh. I just had to find out what was going to happen next because it has this the redhead girl again but it shows a bit more of her backstory. She's a um, computer game programmer and her parents have recently divorced. So she's having a bit of trouble there. And her dad promised to take her to a coding camp for the summer. And he couldn't do it because he was busy doing something and her mum couldn't do it either. So she just has a bit of a cry in her bedroom and then she runs away from home. And as she's sort of a bit lost in the woods, this train stops up next to her and opens its door. And the next thing she knows, she wakes up in this train and she doesn't know what's going on. And this big robot, well, it's a little robot that's like a sphere, just keeps asking if she's her mummy. (laughs) And it's just like, no, no, no. And... um, it's it's such a cute little robot. It actually splits into two. So it's like two like half spheres just sort of walking around. And one of them's really positive and upbeat and the other one's really negative and Alan, what's his name from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Snape. Rickman. Oh Rickman, there you yeah. Go. Sounds very much like him. Yeah, and she goes to the land of the corgis in one of the cars and makes friends with the king of the corgis there. And it just sort of slowly introduces more and more features in this story that I just found it utterly fascinating. I was just completely rooted. I had work the next day and I realised that I was up until 1am just sort of watching these. Oh dear. And I was just like, oh my God, I was supposed to go to bed at 10. Um, but I, I just I just needed to know what was going to happen next. It was utterly fascinating. And the animation is gorgeous in it, as you would expect from Cartoon Network. Yeah. And yeah, if you like, if you like a bit of sci-fi, if you like female protagonists, if you like talking dogs who happen to be the king of Corgiland, then I definitely recommend it. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> I've had a bit of an animation hole in my life since Adventure Time finished. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe that would be a good good little filler for a while. If you are interested, I could, because I know that Steven Universe has kind of put you off since Steven mm. is quite annoying mm-hmm. to begin with. But I can recommend where to start off in that series if you wanted to get into it. Yeah, I do keep meaning to because I hear really good things about it, but I just... <laughs> It's not so much that Stephen's annoying, it's that his voice literally grates on me. And I, I know that's a really horrible thing to say, because people can't help having a voice. But it yeah. does. I was having a conversation with somebody at work the other day about the Spice Girls and mm. the fact that um, I often get into fights with people about who has the best voice in the Spice Girls. Mm. Because literally everybody will say it's Melanie C. Yeah. And whilst I will agree that she has the best range... Yeah. Uh, and she's more likely to hit most of the notes she's aiming for than other people. Yeah. The actual like sound of her voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Yeah. It's like cats screaming death. Like, <laughs> like I literally hate the sound of it. Every time she crops up in a song, I'm like, oh, it's Mel C again. Yeah. Oh, no. 
but I got told to shut up because the person at work also believed that Mal C is the best Boy Scout. But anyway, <laughs> that's an argument for another day. I haven't got anything else to say. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit sleepy. Normally I'd riff a bit and maybe come up with things on the fly, but I'm real tired. <laughs> I'm real tired and my brain's just like, what have I done this week? I don't know. <laughs> I, like, do have, I do have one more thing, but if you wanted to wrap it up then... no no you go for it. i'm happy for you to talk i'm just very yeah. aware that i'm not talking a lot right now because my brain no. is like things have been watched maybe <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair you said a lot about that film and now i'm intrigued by that film okay uh, i want to see if there's more to it than you know just like shocking but um I've written down what games have I played this week. And the game that I have been playing, as we mentioned earlier on, was Mario Maker 2. Oh, and brother. I, oh brother. And I wasn't the only one playing it. Um, because after Stacy and I finished a Pizza Hut, we had a lot of free time because we were supposed to be doing charity stuff, but it kind of finished. Like We, we missed the window of that um, yeah. accidentally accidentally yeah so yeah we we were kind of stuck for things to do and it was pissing it down with rain outside and i said well i've got my switch <laughs> she was like yeah bring it out let's let's play it and we played a lot of mario maker 2 in co-op mode and um yeah we have perfectly emulated the voices of mario and luigi in that game <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> oh brother my Mario oh. doesn't even sound Italian <laughs> oh no what a nightmare we are no the, um, the the thing I found quite funny about that was at first I thought we're going to get kicked out of here because it's going to get <laughs> it's going to get real busy because mm. it's, it's a Friday in you know Birmingham but it's going to get well busy but they put us in the world's weirdest booth I've never been in a booth like that before in my life where it was yeah. somehow upstairs and circular, mm. but also in a corner, and yeah. also no one could really see us. <laughs> I think I think they forgot we were there. Uh, I feel like I could have gotten away without paying. Oh, you absolutely could have. Yeah, <laughs> we could have snuck right the fuck out of there. Um, but yeah, funny, funny you should mention Mario Maker though, because I really want to start playing more video games, but I am a, a, a human nightmare at operating consoles mm. to the point where like rich has got just sick of me going can you put the thing on the switch for me and give me the right controller and and make sure it's all synced and that um, <laughs> so i haven't played a video game for like ages and i haven't played a mario game since i lived with me nan and my granddad and i played mario 3 <laughs> um so First of all, I was dreadful, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, no, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I mean, the thing like, is... Oh, help me. Oh, bravo. Oh, brother. <laughs> I don't know how to do wall jumps or those twizzly jumps, mm. and I've never had, like, a kitty cat suit before or one of them flapping capes. I don't even know how to Yoshi. I've never no. Yoshi'd. So no. it was all new to me, and I did fall down a lot of holes. A couple of times I died from just by the virtue of being further along in the screen than you were <laughs> and just getting killed. <laughs> and you Which killed a, me a few times with that as well. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> mean feature of a co-op thing, I think, is to punish one player's success by murdering them brutally off screen. Um, <laughs> happened to me quite a lot. But my oh. God, was it fun. 
It was so much fun. I love Mario. Mario's so much fun. Like, I had been a bit concerned about Mario Maker in that the thing about Mario Maker is is that you can end up playing some really shit levels in the sense of some people are just going to create levels that are just plain evil and are barely doable and are going to make you want to drop kick your switch out the window. And then other people are going to make levels that are so easy that you could probably do them with your eyes shut if you tried hard enough. And I don't want either of those things when I'm playing no. a game. Like, I don't want it to be so hard that I wish everyone was dead. But yeah. I also don't want it to be so easy that I'm like, I feel like an actual idiot. <laughs> like, I feel like you are <laughs> spoon-feeding me because I'm an actual div. But yeah, you picked some good levels, except that one that was really hard that we tried to play in the pub that you just ended up giving up on. Yeah, well, there were a few levels we gave up on, but... Yeah. Oh, did we? Oh. <laughs> I was trying to make us sound really good then, like we completed thousands of levels together. <laughs> Because we're so great, but we just quit a load of them because we're shit. (laughs) Oh, but it's so much fun. That sort of thing, when you play co-op, you kind of play it just to have fun and not really take it too seriously. I mean, I've played uh, mutual friends of ours, Gibson and Miles. Gibson Gray, he's uh, another comic artist who does a comic series called Lloyd and the Bear. I've played Mario with them before, and it was literally at one point we were on this escalator thing that goes really, really quickly, and I picked up Gibson's character, and I just threw him, and he fell into the abyss. (laughs) We just pissed ourselves laughing for about a solid ten minutes after that. Oh no. <laughs> I there was one level that we were trying to play that was like one of those speed run type ones where things will get you if you if you don't just run. And for some reason I just kept dying and then we both realized after about the fifth attempt that that there was an icicle that neither of us had noticed. No. <laughs> that I just kept running straight. Into. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> oh, it was fun though. Was I mean fun. to be fair I didn't see it either. No, I mean, we both kept going, why am I dead? What, what happened? What, I shouldn't be dead. Oh, well, you did protect me from that icicle, so there was that. I did, that's what it was, it was chivalry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite moment was when you rejuvenated me post-death out of a bubble, outside of any platform, so I immediately fell to my death again. <laughs> you shit <laughs> Well, it's <laughs> just... It's just another one of those, well, there we go. <laughs> I guess I'm dead then. Yeah, I just remember at several points saying, okay, just don't die, don't die. Well, there we go. <laughs> Stacey, done it again. Oh, I do love Mario, though. It's like it's it's always intrigued me, the fact that um, – that Mario is so popular because it's actually mm. it's like it's quite a simplistic game really it's just like mm. hit shit with your head or stomp on it with your feet get princess like, yeah <laughs> like those are those are the rules of most of the Mario games um my whole bedroom just went I haven't put the light on because I'm an idiot and now I can't reach the switch and oh. somebody's obviously like reversing off the drive opposite us because the whole room just went red and I was like oh god oh, oh. god devils I see demons um, oh, no. but it's fine it's just a car it's okay. Are you it's in the pitch dark at the moment? I am in the pitch dark. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to put the light on? I got the light in my lappy. No, it's fine. We're almost we're almost there now, aren't we? Yeah. I'm going to take a selfie for you so you can see me sitting in the sort of dark. I'll, I'll take a selfie as well and send that over Skype. Oh yeah, we'll do it on. Oh, I don't know how to send it on Skype. That's complicated. No, I don't. But, um, I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll send it to you and then later I might tweet them both. <laughs> 
like hey look how cool we are Mm -hmm. it's me in the dark anyway nobody needs to hear this michael (laughs) it's been like 90 minutes now and i'm tired (laughs) and you've got an early morning tomorrow so let us away into the night (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for that picture of a piggy wig (laughs) i like it from that angle because it doesn't look like a a nightmare vomit pig because it (laughs) it does have just like a wide open tubular mouth like more and um yeah I like that angle because it's not nightmarish. <laughs> I'm really sorry for the next picture that I'm sending you. Oh, no. Um, it's not your ding dong, is it? <laughs> nut. Um, on, on that nut. Oh, no. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. It's so tubular. Michael! Nice. Thank you so much for doing a podcast with me. It was really good. It was well overdue. Um, I, I I absolutely love you, and I I love the show, and I love listening to you every week. Well, not every week, to, but you not know. Every, well, you just listen to episodes on repeat, <laughs> just crying like I'm mistaken. <laughs> um, inter- uh, here's a question for you: Are you going to listen to this one, even though you've been on it, and you'll hear you'll have to hear your own voice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm a bit weird about listening to myself. I I don't mind listening to myself when it's a quiz for some reason but um yeah i think i'll give it a go because you're on it so my husband called me a loser the other day because i told him that sometimes when i have a day at work where i'm a little bit cross Mm. and i want to do a calm down Mm. i'll just listen to one of the old episodes of the parlor not because i want to like boost my numbers or hear myself speak but it's so that i can hear my friends talking without without having to like i'm at work i can't phone them or skype So I just put, put a little podcast on and listen to like one of my little lovely friends and chat with me. And I think that's cute. But Rich said I was a loser. <laughs> well, shall I leave a message for future Stace in case she decides to download Aww, this? Oh, yeah, do that. Okay. So future Stace, listen to me. You're wonderful. I, I have adored you since the first time i met you well okay the second time i met you because i've kind of forgot who you were after the first yeah we both sort of did didn't we (laughs) (laughs) that mutual realization we had we're like oh we're already friends on facebook (laughs) (laughs) i i am just such a fan of yours stacy and every time i listen to you on the podcast it's I'm always just stunned at how you managed to make even like the strangest guests just feel so <laughs> at home. You know, you have a you have an innate ability to just make people feel relaxed and feel, make them themselves. And I feel like that that in itself is a talent that not a lot of people have, and you do it naturally. So I think you are wonderful, and you know that. But yeah, um, it's a difficult day at work. Work is always difficult, but I love you, and you are absolutely surrounded by people who love you, and I've seen it, you know, I've seen how people look at you and they adore you, so, so you know, stop it, stop beating yourself up, because, you know, you are loved, and that's my message, and I'm going to stop. Oh, so you're going to make me do a cry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm right. you shouldn't talk like that when I'm really tired. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm totally so much. Would it help if I did the pig and the nut? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Actually, I don't like them in succession of one another because it's like the pig nutted and I don't like <laughs> um, On that note, would you, would you like to plug anything other than a pig before we go? 
don't want to plug a thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I suppose... You- <laughs> Oh, God, that image is going to haunt me. Uh, um, yeah, I, I do drawings every so often. You can see them at mikedraws.co.uk, and my comics are there as well. Uh, you can have a look at my Instagram at mikedraws. You can also probably find my comics on uh, the Pirate Bay. But if you want to pay for them, then mikedraws.co.uk. That's great. I will use the money to buy more noisy things such as good and so yeah uh, know that it will be helping an artist who's struggling and also you get pretty art and it's nice and um nice. yeah you might see a willy which is nice so yeah oh my <laughs> <laughs> mike it's been an absolute delight to have you on the show oh. and um lovely listeners I hope you enjoyed whatever that was. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll see you again next month. Ta-ra a bit. Bye-bye. Smooch, smooch. Thank you for listening to Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour. To get in touch with me, the titular Stace, you can follow me on Twitter at Stacey's Parlour, send an email to stacysparlour at gmail.com or come and join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour Facebook group. If you'd like to leave a review for the show, please do so on Apple Podcasts or over at podchaser.com. If you like what you heard enough to want to give me some money, which would be quite spectacular actually, you can go to coffee.com forward slash Stacey's Parlour. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Stacey's Parlour. The music that you're hearing right now is by the amazing band Starbomb and you should really check them out on Spotify, iTunes or on their website. Thanks for stopping by and I'll see you next month. Mwah!